Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Interesting program that is, uh, I think, going to help you tonight personally, uh, not only uh, by adding to your knowledge, but also we're going to do some predicting for next year because, you know, things are uh, a little bit of tough, not just in the USA, but around the world. So we brought in uh, some people that I've known for years and uh, they're going to put together a, hey, this is the likely scenario. And uh, I think you're going to want to uh, hang around. You might want to get a pen and paper for this. But the Talking Points memo is also very personal, surviving in the Biden economy. OK, so yesterday we went over the grim details that have not been reported. And I've looked seven trillion dollars with a T in personal wealth in America has been lost in the first three quarters of this year, $7 trillion. That's not swamp money. That's not GNP. It's not any of that. That's you and me, okay? Bank accounts shrinking, home value shrinking, um, inflation uh, taking away any kind of investment opportunities we might have with discretionary income, all of that. Seven trillion. All right. 
Now, that is the worst decline since the Great Depression of 1929. That's serious business, and it should be front page and the lead story on every television program, but it isn't because it reflects terribly on the Biden administration. And that's the simple fact. Stock market down about 25 percent. In fact, at one point today, um, 800 point swings. I mean, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. Um, and I'm going to tell you a mo- in a moment, you know, how to handle this. I mean, my advice, you don't have to take it, of course. And real wages, that means even though you're getting raises, most of you, uh, spending power is down. So real wages right now, according to Fortune magazine, which studies this stuff, uh, are down 3%. The other sets I gave you for, from the Federal Reserve, the U.S. government is telling you that $7 trillion has been carved off personal uh, wealth in this country, and money is power. So as you get older, uh, you need assets to protect yourself from disease, from uh, any kind of maladies that may befall you. Uh, You need uh, money to live. Uh, You need uh, all kinds of things to protect yourself. If you don't have it, you're powerless. And I get letters every day from people in that circumstance. Now, next year, U.S. home prices are projected to fall 4%. That will be uh, the worst decline since 2012. So you got a lot of equity in your home, and you had it up to here. It's coming down. And it's easy when you raise interest rates, as the Biden administration has to do to strangle inflation, then fewer people are going to buy homes at the high interest rate. So, I mean, it's, you know. And... Um, Home sales can be harder to sell your home if you have to. You're going to be down 16%. That's a prediction. And the, the consumer price index is up so far this year about 7%. It's more than that. But gas prices are coming down. Okay. And that's moderating the inflation a little bit. Why are they coming down? Well, very quietly, again, unreported, um, the Biden administration lifted many of the fossil fuel restrictions it put in when uh, Mr. Biden was inaugurated. So they just took them off very silently. It's easier to harvest and uh, refine oil now than it was. So that's huge. Okay. And then the oil reserves have been released into the public and the U.S. government gets that money. All right. At the price of barrel oil. All that has lowered it. Um, so it's down right now. To about three and a quarter a gallon. Okay, this is uh, a year ago it was three thirty-three. This is good news. Perhaps the only good news um, the Biden administration has on the economic front. Now, why then did the midterms go uh, the Democrats' way? Because we are a nation of two tribes, and this is very, very important for you to understand. And I'm not being arrogant or supercilious or professorial here. But very, very few Americans understand this. We are divided into two tribes. We're all Americans, citizens, except for the 12 million illegal immigrants here who are in tribe number two. And I'll get to that in a moment. So tribe number one is invested in the system. That means that you have a house. You have a job. You have a structure. You believe in capitalism. You believe in the Constitution. 
you believe in traditional tenets that have made America strong. So you are invested in the system that we have had since 1789, okay? And you have a stake in it, a financial stake in it. So your house is your stake. If you buy stocks and bonds, if you have 401ks, if you have college funds for the kids, you're invested in the system, okay? Tribe number one. I submit that most of you watching and listening to me today are in that tribe. You are invested in this country and you are disturbed on what is happening here. Tribe number two, totally different. They don't own property, generally speaking. They live in rentals, okay? They are low wage earners. They don't have a lot of assets. They don't invest in the stock market. They don't have a lot of discretionary income. They don't have a lot of education, okay? They just get by. Now, tribe number two, I'm not disparaging that tribe. They love their country, I'm I'm assuming. Many of them, perhaps most, love their country, but a substantial majority, minority, don't, okay? And they don't have any loyalty to tribe number one or traditional America. They want change that benefits them because for whatever reason, and some of it's beyond their control, if you are a child raised in a derelict home where your parents are horrible, then you're gonna be up at a disadvantage and you may turn out to be as horrible as your parents because that's what you know, that's what you see, that's what you experience. So tribe number two, they depend on the government, okay, for everything almost. They don't pay taxes. They're below the uh, poverty line and the line for income tax. They have to pay taxes on stuff they buy and things like that, but they don't pay income tax. There's no investment in the country. It's, okay, I got to survive, and the government's going to give me stuff, so I'm buying into This progressive vision, I'm buying into socialism. I'm buying into that because I can or won't compete in capitalistic society. I don't have enough education. I don't like it. It's too hard. Whatever it may be. This tribe is growing much faster than tribe number one. The collapse of the public school education system is taken away incentive to climb the ladder. That's what I had. I didn't have any money when I was a kid, but I had an education and I put it to good use. Now, in the inner cities in particular, education collapsed. These kids are sitting there and not learning anything, particularly not learning discipline, which you need to compete in a capitalistic society. So this crew, number two, the tribe, they don't have any loyalty at all. And when they go to the polling place to vote, and they do vote because the Democrats rustle them up and register them, okay, they vote for whoever's going to give them the stuff. And the Democratic Party and the progressive movement are going to give them the stuff. And the more progressive we get, the more socialistic we get, the more stuff they get by income redistribution. 
See? That's the profound change. It used to be most Americans wanted to climb the ladder of self-reliance and success. That is no longer the case. And that is why the progressives want the open border, because the people coming in here, most of them are desperately poor. And they're going to need the government to help them. And they're going to vote for the parties that give them the most stuff, the most help. And so you flood the zone with people who have no tradition. They don't understand how America was formed and and how it rose to become the greatest country in the world. Most of them don't understand that. No tie at all. That's what the open border is all about. Flood them in. More of them. So that tribe number two grows. Okay. So that's the lesson. And, And that should answer almost every question about the midterm and going forward. Now, the only thing that reverses that is a catastrophe, which we may see next year. I mean, this economy, this is like this. When you got a stock market going up and down 800 points in a day, there's a problem, okay, a fundamental problem. I haven't bought a stock. I can't even remember the last time I bought a stock. I'm holding, and that is the last part of the memo, what do you do in the Biden economy? Nothing. It's painful. But I'm banking on the greatness of America that it will come back. I don't know when. But if I sell now, I lose forever. And you're never going to time the upswing. You'll never get it. Because there'll be a false upswing and that it'll go down again. You can't do it. You just can't. So if you have stocks... Bonds, investments, 401s, hold it. Tough it out. Best advice I could ever give you. And that's the memo. I was bringing a guy, it's an interesting story, named Roger Baker from Austin, Texas. You may remember when I was doing a factor on uh, Fox News that I used a group called Strat4, S-T-R-A-T-F-O-R, for analysis uh, worldwide. Stratford was bought by Rain, R-A-N-E, but it's the same crew. And what they do is risk assessment all over the world, okay? And they study trends and things that are happening, and they come to conclusions. And Stratford had a pretty good record, um, so that's why I use them. Now, I haven't been in touch with the company. I am going to go to worldwide.stratford.com. They still use the Stratford um, moniker in their website. And I'm going to get a subscription because they were good and I need to stay ahead. So Mr. Baker joins us now from Austin, Texas. Before we get to your 23 predictions, my assessment of the country divided into two tribes, what do you say about it? When, when I look at the nation, I look at um, uh, certainly this concept maybe of tribes, but uh, looking at them as as um, those who view things in a in a more traditionalist way, those who view things in a in a more internationalist way. So there's a there's a continentalist tribe, there's an internationalist tribe, and we've watched in this nation as the center of political and economic power, um, which at one point was concentrated in the interior of the nation, in in the the Midwest, the traditional spaces. We've watched as the economy has changed over the last several decades, um, as global trade has rapidly expanded. Uh, and as high tech has started to step in, 
we've watched that that political, economic, and social power start sliding back out um, to the periphery, to the coastal areas. And what I see is a is a real clash of of core identity of what it means to be American. And this is a nation that that throughout our history we've gone through numerous redefinitions of it. Um, uh, you know, America is a very unique nation in that it had the ability to define itself from the start. Many other countries in the world have much longer, deeper histories and ties to their territory. The United States was, a, was a, an, an experiment, a social experiment, an economic experiment, a political experiment that has proven relatively robust. And so I'm watching those swings back and forth between um, these kinds of centers of economic and social power, uh, as well as then some of the, the, the core philosophies that each one holds on to. Okay, but let's break it down to the individual. You had a vote in November and the Democratic Party should have been wiped out because the economy under the president is terrible. It's terrible, okay? But it wasn't wiped out because individuals, and they have no internationalist ties at all, they don't understand what you just said. And I'm not being arrogant, they just don't. And they never think about it. They don't think about inside out or that we're living in a new globalist world. They don't think about that. What they think about is who's going to do more for me, the mean Republicans who don't want to give me much or the Democrats are going to give me everything I want. OK, so I don't care if Joe Biden's destroying the economy per se. I'm going to still vote for the person who's going to give me the most. Surely, you know, that's in play. Oh, I, I think personal self-interest is always what's in play when people are, are voting. And that's that that is the very definition of democracy, right? Democracies think of the individual think of themselves and what they consider to be in their best interest. If we go with your tribal concept, those who hold a, quote, stake in the economy, their interest is how do I keep that stake strong and how do I make sure that I have that um, in retention? Um, the other side, how do I make sure that I have my own economic um, situation secure? But, but you know, it, it, I think both of us recognize that um, when we talk in these broad sweeps, we end up oversimplifying yeah, you have um, to, to the though. vast majority of people. It's called trends. It's called right. trends. Okay, let's get to 23. So what do you think is the most important thing coming down the road? So, I mean, if I had to narrow it down to just a single thing, I'm going to stick with your economic uh, discussion here. And I'm going to say that, that one, we anticipate uh, at least in the first quarter, first half of the year, a global recession. Um, we think that's going to be hitting across the board. And that has multiple um, implications and ramifications, both here in the United States and abroad. Um, and, and in that uh, recessionary period, um, we're seeing a, a pushback um, against global concepts, against global trade, and a return to protectionism. Um, and it's being more accepted around the world, this idea of being protectionist in your economy. So on the one hand, it's a net uh, positive, right? Strengthen your own domestic economy, provide jobs, provide employment, things of that sort. On the other hand, it does start to create um, fractures and fragmentations in the international system, which down the road may lead to more, more stress, more strain, um, uh, uh, economic weakness uh, in certain areas, and that can lead to instability that down the road, uh, America is going to find itself possibly going out and dealing with. Okay, let's talk about the instability. You've got Putin, and I'm going to report on him in a few minutes, um, basically upending the 
whole European theater as far as energy is concerned, as far as war is concerned. And it doesn't look like this man is going to stop unless someone stops him. Right? Certainly. I, I think if we look at the if we look at the war and we look at Ukraine, um, there's two sort of pressure points going on from coming in from discussions inside the United States and discussions in Western Europe. One is this is the opportunity to finally put an end to Russia's expansionist aggressive behavior, right? This is the moment. Um, the other side argues that pushing pushing too far uh, could potentially trigger a much broader conflict and a broader conflict that, as the Russians have not so subtly hinted, would bring nuclear weapons back into play. And if we've watched the way in which the United States and the Europeans have assisted the Ukrainians, in many ways they've assisted them to fight a civil war while the Russians are fighting an international war. So there's been some significant constraints on the Ukrainians. Add in the economic pressure from um, the Europeans blocking Russian energy, the Russian energy coming off the market, increasing prices, adding to the inflationary pressures, particularly in natural gas. Um, but, you know, in, in a year, maybe that'll start hitting oil again as well and maybe driving oil prices back up. And we're seeing some strains in that, that North Atlantic, that Western European and American bloc, where, where there seems to be a greater effort to try to tell the Ukrainians that maybe we're about where the war should end and maybe the Ukrainians shouldn't push any further. And I think that's why we're seeing the Ukrainians strike deeper and deeper into Russian territory to demonstrate both their capacity, their note recognition that this is the only moment they have to reclaim right, territory, right. and in many ways to, to force the West in. What about Putin himself? Is he safe over there? Um, Putin, it's questionable how safe he is. I think at the moment he's relatively secure. But clearly, the economic interests in Russia are looking and saying, is this path the best for ourselves? Um, is Putin going to secure our economic interests? I think in the military, there may be some concern over him, and certainly in the intelligence apparatus, although it was the intelligence apparatus that completely flubbed the Ukrainian invasion to begin with. Right. Um, a, an outstanding question would be his health. And while I don't buy a lot of the sort of rumors that are going around about how sick he is, the gentleman is old. Um, and recently, he's canceled three or four of his latest public appearances. So there does seem to be some form of stress going on inside the Russian system. Now, China and India started shooting at each other this week. Um, Xi, now the dictator for life. Um, I don't know if he's a reasonable man. I know Putin's not a reasonable man. Xi's got a lot of problems. He's got a lot of COVID problems. He's got a lot of internal dissent. He's got economic problems. He's got problems with India. He's got problems with the USA. He's got problems with Japan. He's got problems across the board. I see this as possibly in 23 weakening China. Do you concur? I think that you're, that you're right in many ways. China is going to be struggling in this year. They're, they're coming out of COVID in a much less managed pattern than they had uh, sort of wanted. Um, when we talk about the weakness in the United States economy, I think that the Chinese economy is in a much worse position in some ways. Um, the, the interior of China really just does not have economic and growth prospects. And that's 800, 850 million Chinese yeah. people who, people who simply don't have opportunity. And right. if I'm Xi Jinping, even more than worrying about the Americans on the coast or the Indians on the border, I'm worried about what's going on inside my own population. And so as they open up, I think we're going to see them focusing tremendously on the internal dynamics of how do we manage that social instability? 
How do we manage society and make sure that these, what appears to be protests that led to an opening of COVID restrictions don't convince people that the way to change China is to protest? Yeah, and that's good for the USA. Final question, I made up, you know, some advice and it's hard for me to do that. And I said, hang tough if you are one of the tribe that is invested in America. It's going to be rough. I, I agree with you that 23 economically, I don't know how severe the recession is going to be. I don't think there are going to be mass layoffs in the USA, but there will be some. Um, but people aren't going to prosper because Biden is, is a befuddled president. He has no problem solving ability at all. And so we're going to stuck with him for two years. So my advice is to hang with what you have. Don't panic. Don't sell. All of that. Good advice or bad advice? I mean, I think as we're going through this this economic tumult, that's probably the the type of advice that one would normally want, right? Um, hold on uh, and remember that um, you know the 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 latent capacity in the United States is still very very strong, um, even if it's going through some some significant problems at this moment. Okay. So if anybody wants to uh, catch on to uh, Rain, the new company, you go to Worldview, one word, Worldview dot Stratfor, S T R A T F O R dot com, and uh, check it on out. Now we really appreciate your time today, sir. Thanks very much. Thank you for having me. Okay. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532.
So Biden, uh, President's schedule, he signs the uh, Marriage Act, Respect for Marriage Act today. You know, I don't care. You know, this is a culture item. It's never going to reverse now. Uh, in the beginning, I, I put forth a very, I thought, logical point of view that everybody would be able to be treated equally in this country, no matter what their proclivities were. Um, but the progressives won the fight. Um, the churches are resisting. Uh, they're not going to marry two men in the Catholic Church. It is not. And nobody's going to be able to force them to do that. So um, Biden, of course, completely in the pocket of progressive signs this legislation. It doesn't matter to me at all. But this matters. So I'm going to play you a soundbite from November 9th. Joe Biden in a press conference. Go. We've done all this while lowering the federal deficit in the two years by $1.7 trillion. Let me say it again, $1.7 trillion. No administration has ever cut the deficit that much. And reducing the federal deficit is one of the best things we can do to lower inflation. Okay, so that's again a bogus analysis because he's taking it from COVID, where there was massive spending, everybody got a check, because of COVID. That's where they takes that and they say, we're, well, we're not doing it anymore. So the deficit drops. It's, it's so dishonest. I can't even tell you. But here are the stats. And they just rolled in. So last month, November, the same month he said that, the federal deficit widened to $249 billion. Okay. A record. Never been higher. See, you see what this man does? They are spending so much money, and that, of course, keeps fueling inflation. Now, with the Republicans taking over the House, I expect that's going to stop. But Biden is just a charlatan. He just doesn't tell you the truth. And, and yeah, does he know the truth? No, he doesn't. He doesn't know anything. He just says what's put in front of him. But that... Still, he's responsible. All right. Uh, I don't know when Biden's going on vacation, but I hope it's tomorrow. You're not going to see him much until January 23. But I don't know exactly when he's going. The House last day is Friday, this coming Friday. Then they're gone. The Senate, December 22nd. They work longer. I don't know why. And there won't be many senators around. Believe me, they'll be going back home. Okay, this is a story. Now, a lot of people hate Joe Biden, despise him. Personally, I don't. Okay? I just think he's the second worst president of all time, based upon his first two years in office. And here it is, right here. So now we have another surge of migrants at the border, centered around El Paso, Texas. 2,400, I'm sorry, three-day average of 2,460 migrants every day crossing it now, now, okay? Nobody can handle it. And Biden does nothing, nothing. And the Mexican military, according to local reports out of El Paso, the Mexican military are now escorting migrants to the border. The Mexican military, under Trump, they were stopping the migrants. Now they're escorting. Now, Biden could get impeached on this all day long, 
if Republicans controlled the House and Senate, but they don't. But this is impeachable because Biden is sworn to uphold the laws of the United States. That's his oath of office. And he will not enforce border law, immigration law. He will not do it for reasons I mentioned at the top of the broadcast. Trump, new poll, USA Today, 1,000 registered voters, Democrat 34, Republican 32, Independent 28. That's a fair sample. Do you want Donald Trump to run for president in 24, yes or no? Yes, 25, no, 69%. Do you want Joe Biden to run for re-election? Yes or no? Yes, 23, lower than Trump, no, 67. Republicans only. I want Trump to run and continue the policies he pursued in office, 31%. I want Republicans to continue the policies of Trump, but with a different nominee, 61%. Okay, that's USA Today poll. It's not a great poll, but it's my job to report it to you. So the question is, can Donald Trump make a comeback? All right, can he make a comeback? There's no doubt that his power is diminished, that he has lost support. No doubt about it. I know people believe what they want to believe, but that is the fact. Jack, can he make a comeback? If you look at the countries of Brazil and Italy, Berlusconi in Italy, Lula in uh, Brazil, anybody can make a comeback if they're well known. Now, Donald Trump can make a comeback, in my humble opinion. He can. But he's got to do a couple of things. The first thing he has to do is button it for about three months. Don't say anything. Don't invite anybody to dinner. Play golf. You know, do your uh, opinions. You can have opinions. You're back on Twitter. But they've got to be policy opinions. Okay? But basically, low, low, low key. As things get worse next year, and they will, Trump's profile will raise if he does not continue craziness. People will forget about uh, the dinner with Yi or whatever his name is. They'll forget about that. I don't think anything's gonna come of this uh, documents in the basement. I think it's totally bogus. Yeah, the January 6th committee comes out next week. No one will pay attention to it. So Trump just has to basically tread water for three or four months. And as things get Worse, then people will say, you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't so bad. Then when he starts his active campaign, it's got to be all policy. If he goes back to the election, he's doomed. Doomed. Now, he can comment on Twitter. He can comment on the corruption, the FBI and Twitter. Uh, he can comment on Joe and Hunter Biden. But keep it authoritative. You know, I've told the president, suggested to the president, you know, it's not, you don't tell a president, you suggest, to study Winston Churchill's comeback in the early 1950s in Great Britain. Everybody thought he was done. Okay, and he was flamboyant like Trump. But he did it. Anyway, 
my opinion, Trump can make a comeback. Another poll. Are we living in the end of times? Pew Research. 10,000 U.S. adults. Wow. Okay, here it is. Do you believe we are living in the end of times? That means the world's going to end. Yes, 39. No, 58. Religiously affiliated Americans. Yes, 46. No, 51. Christian Americans. Yes, 47. No, 49. Protestants, yes, 55, no, 41. Catholics, yes, 27, no, 70. It's a big split between Catholic and Protestants on this. I don't know whether we're living in the end of times. I'd like to get a little heads up, so I might go to the Caribbean for one last dive trip, but I don't know. So I can't, can't add to this. Putin. He's not showing up for his year-end news conference. First time in 10 years. Not showing up. Smart Life. Mark Cuban. You know who Mark Cuban is? Throw his picture up there on the radio. He is the, uh, I guess he's a billionaire. Uh, He owns the Dallas Mavericks and a whole bunch of other stuff in Texas. He's starting the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company. This is the Smart Life tip. Now, Mr. Cuban, to his credit, wants to bring down the cost of drugs, prescription drugs, making medicine more affordable. Right on. Right on. Okay? But he hasn't done it yet. All right? So the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company, it's already started. It's not covered by enough insurance yet. But we're watching it. And we think that Mark Cuban's doing a good thing by bringing the cost of medicine down. And I think he will succeed as more and more insurance companies come on board. Okay, North Carolina, student of the week in Pender County is Harry Lee. Harry Lee, fourth grade at the Top Sail Annandale Elementary School, Campstead, North Carolina. His favorite quote, lead, follow, or get out of the way. George Patton, favorite book, Killing Patton. Way to go, Harry. His goals, he wants to go to Annapolis and become a U.S. Naval commander. Right on, Harry. You know, fourth grader reading Killing Patton? Impressive. This day in history, December 13th, 1989. Musician Taylor Swift, born in Pennsylvania. Raised on a Christmas tree farm, is now the most successful musician in the world. Okay? You know her story. So far, and what is the woman, 33 years old now? Sold 200 million records. She's worth uh, 570 million. 570 million. Now, a lot of people don't like Taylor Swift because she's a lefty. She is. She's in that crew. But I admire her. I mean, this is a girl who was just born on a Christmas, raised on a Christmas tree farm. Mostly, you know, it's like Elvis and Lennon and Muhammad Ali, who I write about in Killing the Legends. I mean, she's boom. But anyway, Taylor, um, it's your birthday, and uh, we wish you a happy one. Okay, got a good mail segment and a final thought that pertains to you and the Christmas holiday. Right back. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety. 
and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's go to the message board and the mail. So Sean says, according to NBC, Biden had two choices and he chose Brittany Griner. Now, we all know that story was retracted, but we also know in our hearts it was true, no matter what Biden says. Sean, you're believing what you want to believe. There was no way that Biden could have gotten that Marine out, that ex-Marine. Putin was not going to do it unless it was an astronomical concession by the USA. Sharon, I totally agree with you on price gouging, O'Reilly. I remember my mother in the 1960s going along with boycotting meat because of the high prices, and it worked. Don't buy this stuff if you think you're going to get gouged. Don't. That'll bring it down. Randall. Some restaurants seem to think they can make up for slower sales by ripping off loyal customers. And I have seen this myself. Instead, they they need to think of ways to hold the line. I'd have no problem with slightly smaller portions. I'm not going. So I'm not bartering. If I think a restaurant or a deli or anything is gouging, out. Uh, Rich Jocelyn, Norwalk, Connecticut. Hey, Bill, I was in New York City this weekend. They wanted $31 for a plastic cup of wine at the Play Chicago. Okay. (laughs) You don't need that. (laughs) There's no way you need that. Tom O'Reilly, way to go, Tom. Davenport, Florida, reading a column today, you used the word staggering. I visited New York City this weekend. It was indeed staggering the amount of secondhand marijuana smoke I was forced to inhale simply walking down the street. It's a disgrace. Whole city's collapsing. And that doesn't mean you can't come here. There are very good things in New York City, but you've got to be forewarned. Lori Boykin, Edgefield, South Carolina. Hey, Bill, I watched your clips with Chris Cuomo very lively. I do wish you'd get a few more words in. Well, look, um, I'm going to be on there again Wednesday, tomorrow. You know, it'll be 8, 8.15 in that realm. And uh, I, I, we're holding our own on that. And um, it's, it's growing. Believe me, the ratings are very good for that segment. Jim Borman in McCannon, Texas. Several weeks ago, you said you enjoyed chinky drinking Chowat tea. Because of you, I bought it and I'm trying it. How'd you find out about it? It's a Japanese tea. Um, You know, my cultural studies. Chowat is C-H-O-W-A. 
A. It's the worst tasting stuff in the world, but it raises your immune system. It absolutely raises your immune system. Put a little honey in there, but that's how I found out about it. I'm a student of the world. All right, let's go to the Christmas store. So we are out of a bunch of stuff, but I'm not going to dwell on that. We still have most uh, of our uh, great mugs, okay? Uh, I think we're out of the white one, but we got the blue and the red, stand up for your country. These are the best selling, beside the books. I mean, the books are just flying out. So we got that grade three pack, Killing the Mob, Killing the Killers, and Killing the Legends, $35 off. And we have the Christmas ornaments. We have all kinds of stuff. We have not raised our prices this year at all for anything in deference to you. Now, Friday is the last day for ground shipping. Wednesday, December 21st, two-day shipping. You've got to pay for it. And Thursday, December 22nd, next day shipping. But, you know, get it by Friday. You go in there, get everything, because we're selling a lot of stuff. And the final thing is me and Holly, a lot of questions about this. Um, there it is. You want to frighten your neighbors? Now, look at that dog. Come on. All right. All of that in the BillOReilly.com Christmas store. Word of the day to happy Saturnine, S-A-T-U-R-N-I-N-E. Okay, back with the final thought in a moment. Here is the final thought of the day. You know, this is the season to be overwhelmed. I got overwhelmed yesterday. I mean, it was just like insane. Every two minutes. I mean, I got this. But I don't play around on this. This is people coming in, wanting stuff, asking for stuff, whatever. It's just ping, 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 ping. And then I got to, you know, organize the holidays here on Long Island. And I got to figure out what to get who and Christmas bonuses for the staff and then the editorial stuff, radio, TV. I'm writing the uh, killing book. We'll announce it next week what the title is, the uh, last one. And, you know, you get overwhelmed. So, easy solution. Easy solution. Take a walk. Doesn't cost a dime. I take the terror dog out. Even if the terror dog doesn't want to go out. Go. Corgi's a little. Take a walk. Doesn't have to be long. Breathe deeply. Don't worry about anything on the walk. Think about stuff that makes you happy. Sing a song, deck the halls, whatever. That's the way to get things down. Thanks for watching the No Spin News and listening on the radio. We will see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000.
These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.